Welcome everyone to episode number 13 of the Ubuntu Nutrition Podcast. Today is an emergency episode, 20 tips or strategies to navigate the COVID-19 lockdown with a specific emphasis on food and nutrition. It's a two-parter, so there are two installments. This is the first. So sit back, relax, and listen up. What is going on everyone? This is Pa and that was my blind boy-esque or attempt at a blind boy-esque sip of coffee at 10 to 3 in the morning. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I am doing this episode because I feel like it's needed and I promised that I would do it. It's a bit late but better late than never. I've just been mad, mad busy, and if you can believe, I started recording this an hour and a half ago, and GarageBand twice has shut down mid-record, not even joking, so this is the third time going through it, and I was about halfway through both times, so yeah, anyway. Ireland has gone in, the majority of my listeners are in Ireland, and Ireland has unfortunately been put into a full lockdown, and that's gone into full effect since last week, so to the Irish listeners, I think, which is the majority, I just want to say I'm so sorry to hear that, I'm obviously over here in Boston, but, and also if you or anyone you know, a friend or family member has been affected by COVID directly. Uh, I'm truly sorry for that. And I hope that they are on the road to recovery and wish you the well, the best with that. So, so yeah, I just wanted to, to say that at the start and now I'll get into the podcast. So today's topic or tonight's topic or this morning, whatever you want to call it, is going to be 20 quick hitter strategies or habits, or tips, you can call them either of those three, but they're not hacks, or they're not shortcuts, okay, toward improving your ability to navigate the environment at home, with a specific emphasis, obviously, on nutrition, during lockdown, for those that are not in Ireland, and not directed, or impacted, that's going to happen a lot tonight. For those that are not impacted by the lockdown, if you're in a different country, you might be working remotely. And so if so, these will all apply as well in that scenario. So hopefully it will be of value. Okay. Now, before diving into the 20, they're going to be quick hitter. I promise one to two minutes on each. That's all I'm going to spend. And hopefully I'll get this done nice and quick. Hopefully GarageBand doesn't shut down on me again. I just want to quickly start each episode from now on with a small little story that's not really related to the topic to kind of diffuse you guys. And like, I don't know, maybe it'll be a bit funny. You can laugh at me, maybe. And it'll kind of like relax you so you can listen to the topic. And maybe kind of... so. 
the rationale behind this is if it's a random story that's not like scientific you'll actually be able to listen more actively so that when I do transition into the nutritional content you're already in this kind of active listening state which is more important later on when I discuss scientific concepts but it's never too complicated you know but you know what I mean so the story is I went to Nantucket this weekend and I'm in Boston now I'm living in Boston and I went down to Nantucket to to pick up a few things and visit my dad and so he in his pickup truck I think my sister had set up the Bluetooth where whenever he's in range with his phone of his truck the speaker automatically connects to the phone and so she set up my podcast because he wanted to listen to it and basically anytime he hops in the truck and turns the truck on it just lets off from where he so it pauses when he leaves the truck and it just lets off so he basically in the space of a week i think went through all my podcasts and anyway he came in and he said geez i learned a lot from your podcast it was really really helpful it was really good i didn't know a lot about that and for me that was actually huge because not even joking but my for all my work for all the content so the podcast for all my articles that i write for all the text that i write with my with the the supplement company i consult for my number one question i always ask before submitting a piece of work is could my mom and could my dad read this and understand what the fuck i'm talking about that's not a jab at their intelligence levels it's because they're not in the world of nutrition every day you guys aren't most of you guys aren't either some of you are some of you are students some of you are researchers but most of them aren't and so i want to polish my ability i want to perfect my ability to speak to you guys in an evidence-based manner and translate information in a way that you guys will remember it and actually understand it and you can carry it and give it to other people which is i just think it's so important now and it's missing it's something that's not there now so that's the question i always ask and dad said that and i was like really really happy about it but that's not the story so I digress but he then said something he recommended that I do an episode where I emphasize that food is the most important thing that you'll ever spend money on and that might sound a bit strong but it resound it was it kind of resonated with me right because the way he said it was we put this object in our body three times or more a day so like fuck your iphone your new laptop your car your clothes okay you don't put them in your body food is the most important thing you'll spend money on that's not me saying always go for the more expensive of products the fancier label that's me saying for those that have come to me and said well eating healthy is too expensive or it's more expensive than just getting junk you should be willing to make that investment obviously within reason if you can afford it you might have to skip the newest iphone you might have to skip the 12 and wait for the 13 i don't even know what model they're on now 
to you know put a bit of money into the food you're getting to truly nourish yourself so he said that he was like you should do a whole episode on that and i was like well i'm not going to do that so we know what the fuck to talk about for 30 minutes but i thought it was a really really interesting one that food really is the most important thing you spend money on so that is my little unrelated story even though it is very very closely linked to nutrition so zero out of one there now before we dive in i just want to throw in a little disclaimer here two of the tips that i'm going to discuss are relating to caffeine and sleep (laughs) and as i mentioned i'm sitting here drinking a cup of coffee at i think it's 3 a.m in the morning on monday night so if if you want feel free to message me when you listen to this and tell me to go fuck myself that i'm a hypocritical fecker but if you're of the more understanding kind please understand that i never ever ever do this i hate staying up late i'm probably gonna have to do an all-nighter but i absolutely hate it and this is probably the first time i've ever drank coffee after 5 p.m well probably not the first time ever but in the last year definitely that's my like point of cutoff i never drink i usually don't drink coffee after three but yeah so that's my little disclaimer that i never do this and for those two tips just (laughs) ignore what i'm doing now but i could have came on recorded this podcast and pretended like i didn't do this but the fact that i'm being transparent about it hope i hope that that emphasizes the fact that i never do this okay so some strategies i'm gonna quick fire through these i've done them already which is killer and i thought they were really good the first two times so maybe the third time they'll be even better number one is relax and put it into perspective so as i mentioned hopefully you haven't been directed or uh, impacted directly by the covid crisis and the virus and if you have or a family member has i'm so sorry about that but if you haven't then think about this if you're worried about putting on a few pounds going into lockdown you're going to be at home or if you're working remotely and you're worried about putting on a few pounds you can't get to the gym as much can't work out as much you're a bit lazier you're more tired you might be feeling low or anxious and that all you know impairs your ability to be active and eat a well-balanced diet zoom out and just look at it in the perspective of what is going on now people are losing family members people are losing friends people are losing jobs people are losing homes a few extra pounds is nothing and that might sound insensitive but lads it really really isn't so if you can zoom out and try and just detach the link between your self-esteem and how you feel your emotional well-being based on your weight if you can kind of like just slightly dissolve that link you'll feel a lot better and one way you can do that is by zooming out and just looking at it in the perspective of everything so yeah just zoom out and put it into perspective that's number one and actually one other little thing there is i think this is very very important everyone this is one of the first times in history that everyone in the entire world is affected 
to different degrees, to varying degrees, obviously, but everyone in the entire world is affected by COVID. So everyone is kind of having the same worries. When we emerge, when we emerge victorious from our cocoons, <laughs> Jesus, it's late. Everyone is going to be worried about themselves. Nobody's going to be looking at you, right? Don't be so egotistical. They're going to be worried about themselves. So that was a lesson I learned one time when I was hungover. My sister said, why do you think people are... I had the fear of the night before. And she said, why do you think people are going to be thinking about you? Everyone's worried about what they did. Stop being so egotistical. And I was like, holy shit. I can apply this to much more. So that was a lesson I learned from my sister. And if you're listening, good stuff. Number two is make a goal. Do not make this too difficult to achieve or like overly religious or obsessive. So if you're a goal-oriented person, I'm a very goal-oriented person. And as I say that I have goals written on a whiteboard next to me right here, a to-do list and like kind of longer term goals. This can be extremely helpful as you progress into lockdown. Because if you come into lockdown, you say, all right, my goal is to not gain too much weight, eat healthy, quote unquote, and I don't know, eat more veg. None of those have a very specific marker, maybe the weight one, but there's no way you can really see if you've completed that or not. So by putting an objective goal down, and on paper I recommend putting a couple goals down. Now I'm not saying a goal should be lose 10 kg, a goal should be maintain, or not maintain, stay in and around the weight I am right now. Write down your weight and maybe plus or minus one kg. Something like that. That's just an example. Maybe eat five to seven fruits and veg, servings of fruits and vegetables every day, or five out of seven days a week. Objective goals that you can be like, yeah, I did that. And I'll come to it later, but... One of the tips is make these goal, make these, yeah, these goals achievable, very achievable, because that will just improve your adherence and your your well being, really. Okay, so that's number two, make a goal, but not overly ridiculous. Oh, actually, one other thing, it's a quote uh, that I'm severely paraphrasing, but no level of IQ will retain information better than pen and paper. So yeah, you might have this five to seven servings of fruit and veg going in your head for the first week of lockdown and you remember it every day, but then Monday comes next week and it's completely gone out of your head. But if you write it on a piece of paper, you put it on the wall next to your door, you'll see that every single day. So yeah, I would recommend writing it down. Okay, that's number two. Number three is focus on neat. And I'm really going to try to go through this really quick. NEAT is, it's N-E-A-T, and it stands for Non-Exercise Activity Thermogenesis. That is all the activity you'll do in a day that is outside of the energy it, bur- it takes to burn food, the energy it takes to power your organs, and purposeful exercise. So sports, uh, running, uh, lifting weights, all the, ex- all the activity outside of those things, that's called NEAT right? So things like your posture, fidgeting, walking, doing chores, 
walking upstairs, yeah, doing the dishes, repeating myself. So in studies where they look at, you know, successful weight loss, NEAT has been shown, and this is actually a recently emerging trend, it's not purposeful activity that's shown to be, so people think if I just do a lot more cardio, I go to the gym more, it'll help me lose weight. That's actually not inherently true because what they see is people compensate and eat more if they do too much purposeful activity, right? But it's not the case when they do more neat because your body isn't perceiving it as way more activity that they need to intake more food for. So hopefully that made sense. And if we're looking at it practically, that just means every 30 minutes, get up from your desk, walk around the house, um, if you can make a standing desk, uh, I don't know if it's possible, but yeah, doing a little home workout. Um, I know it's not technically neat, but just getting your steps up. One thing you could do is maybe not 10,000 steps, but go for 5,000 steps a day. And if you don't make it at the end of each day, you have to make up the remainder just by walking loops around the house. I'm not sure what the specific rules are, but my mom told me that you can visit grandparents if you're doing it consistently and you're not seeing anyone else. So if you can, I really recommend visiting them and bringing them for walks because it's so important. Six weeks of inactivity can be really, really risk promoting for the elderly. Uh, and that's definitely a topic for another podcast, but try get them moving if you can. So that's number three, focus on neat. Okay, every five, I'll summarize the ones before it. Number four is avoid low, very low calorie diets. And the reason here is we're just going to talk about like your immune system's resiliency and ability to, you know, protect you from pathogens, especially because it's flu season now, not just COVID, but flu season. If you're like me, a six week lockdown could be a time where you just go hell for letter and try to get shredded like you're at home you don't have to go and have drinks you don't have to eat at restaurants fuck i'll just i'll give up everything i'll eat one meal a day i'll get shredded but it's actually not the best time to do that because number one that's just a ridiculous idea but number two is energy is everyone's asking me about magic supplements magic foods superfoods to boost quote unquote their immune system energy is the most important thing you'll have to think about you have to eat enough your body has to have enough energy if you don't give it enough energy it starts shutting down systems one by one okay so it's like think of i don't know a ship in a storm this you know a big cruise ship as things get damaged or as it runs out of power things start shutting down areas of the ship that's what it's like that's what your body does and your immune system will suffer so eat enough just eat enough. Make sure you're eating enough. Don't adopt ridiculously low or um, depriving diets. Whoa, I don't know what that word, depriving. Hmm. It's late. Okay, number five is implement some strategies that are easy to complete. Actually, let me go back to number four. A lot of times in athletes, when, and it happens a lot in females, I recently did a case study in that course I'm studying. They they come to dietitians and nutritionists asking like what nutrient are they under consuming 
Is it this vitamin? Is it iron? Am I anemic? Am I not getting enough vitamin D? You are not eating enough. Your, your body is basically, it needs energy. And because you're not giving it enough and you're training too much, it's shutting down systems and that's why you feel so terrible. So that's a really important thing to remember. Okay, so number five is implement some strategies and tips or no, and steps and goals that are very easy to complete on a daily basis. Okay, so this is a really, really good one. And I just learned it yesterday when I was listening to Matthew McConaughey on the Joe Rogan podcast. No, I didn't. I, I learned it before that. Sorry, but it was kind of reinforced. He basically said that he had journaled for the last 35 years, Matthew McConaughey. And they got into that for a while. And that was really interesting. But he makes to-do lists. He said he's a guy who makes lists. And his to-do lists are not things that are unique to each day, like unique tasks that he has to do day by day. They're things that he does every single day. So like the example he used was he writes down he has to drop a deuce, drop a deuce. And he says he gets enjoyment out of the crossing off it, the crossing off of that. And it's like, it's strengthening the routine, right, in his day. And I'm not saying to write down those things like get out of bed, make the bed. I'm not saying that. I'm saying have some goals that are very, very achievable, right, that you might not be doing now, but that will improve your adherence and push you on to kind of maybe give you some momentum to reach the maybe more difficult goals. Okay, so, and then going back to when I learned this first was when I did a course uh, in precision nutrition. Uh, and basically, it's a nutrition course directed at making you, empowering you to be a nutrition coach yourself. And the first thing they said was, when you're working with a client, implement goals for them that are so easy that they can achieve and they come back to you and they're happy. Not losing a certain amount of kg or pounds, drinking a glass of water before every meal, getting a fist of either fruit or vegetables at every meal. Things that they can come back to you and say, I did this 80% of the time. I feel great, what's the next thing? You should try and implement these things in your day because I promise you. And another example I use is for myself is when I'm lifting, regularly, like uh, strength training, compared to when I'm not, and I'm like sitting on this desk and doing nothing all day, like activity-wise, and I finally drag myself to do one strength session upstairs in this freaking hotel gym they have. I don't know, I go up and do some dumbbells. I feel way out of routine, I feel terrible. I don't even wanna be there, I hate it. Now, I'm probably like five days in a row lifting now, and I'm telling you tomorrow, I can't wait to do my sixth session because I have five on the back and it's like, I have consistency and I'm building towards something. If I go in and I do a leg session, I'm like, yeah, I did these two days ago. I'm, I'm getting better. I'm building muscle. So momentum is key there. And that's the kind of rationale behind make, implementing goals that are easy to achieve. Okay, so that's number five. So number one, relax and put it into perspective. Number two, make a goal. Number three, focus on neat. Number four, avoid very low calorie diets. And number five, implement some strategies that are easy to complete. Okay, number six, here it is, get sleep. 
sleep we know uh, and deprivation has quite considerable or significant impacts on your the amount of food you eat and the food choices you make uh, if you're tired and you're sleep deprived you are more likely to have a higher hedonic drive which is the drive towards salty and savory foods because it's comfort eating uh, you're trying to kind of you're trying to get that dopamine hit your body is like you know a sensitive state and it wants to feel good and so there's been studies showing that uh, sleep deprivation can actually inhibit uh, weight loss attempts and they compared those to people who got eight hours it was eight hours versus five hours and they were trying to follow a calorically restricted diet and those who had eight hours i have it summarized on my on my instagram so you can scroll down and find that but yeah so just get sleep if we're talking about you know you're worried about body composition and um, if we're going to talk about sleep in general it's fucking important for absolutely everything that's what i talked about food being the most important thing sleep is right up there as well um but yeah as i say half three in the morning so that is number six number seven is stocking up if you're going to buy overbuy things which i'm sure people are i saw some stories of people just filling up trolleys and overstocking avoid trigger foods i'm not saying avoid a certain food and say it's off limits i'm not saying that i'm saying if you're going to stock buy things don't stock buy trigger foods i always say to my clients don't trust yourself okay if i if i come home with a and it's happened to me twice since i've been in boston a big bag of it's so it's so popular in america like cheddar popcorn i'm eating pretty much the whole bag in one night i'll come in i'll make a little bowl i'll be like oh i'll just have this bowl the second i eat that last piece of popcorn i'm like i'm getting another bowl obviously okay if i went and i got one little bag i didn't have the choice to go back for the, for more so if you're stock buying and you're piling up don't make them trigger foods okay and that might mean for the next five or six weeks you have to avoid your trigger foods yeah get over it uh, i'm just joking but yeah okay so don't eat in so that's number seven number eight is don't eat in front of media and i love this one lads this has honestly been so big for me jesus i'm 26 minutes in fuck okay i'm gonna do 10 and i'm gonna do part two yeah that's what i'll do so don't eat in front of media it's a mindful exercise uh, basically I've, wrote, I've written an article on this when i was in denmark studying my my regular routine was come back from school absolutely bollocksed from hours and hours of work and working out regularly as well and i'd plop down in front of netflix throw on the office or whatever i was watching at the time and eat dinner and i eat dinner i'd wolf it down while i'm watching it and after i finish it i'd always be getting up for another snack a big bowl of yogurt with nuts and things like that in it and then I'd, I'd still be hungry i'd still be looking for stuff rather than close that and what i did do is i closed the laptop stopped watching things and i listened to joe rogan or some other podcast and i found myself i'm paying attention a bit more now to my food my fullness cues i'm able to identify them a small bit better and i'm not looking for as much food after right that's not perfect because i still am distracted 
oh yeah, so that's the rationale behind this is when you're distracted, when you're taking your primary attentive resources away from the act of eating, there have been studies to show that people will consume more because they're not cognitively processing how much food they're actually intaking. I think that's really interesting. They have done studies where people are in metabolic wards and they're watching TV and they watch them eat more. And I think there was one study where they like show them not disturbing, but like scary movie, a scary movie or something like that. And they ate more because they're kind of like tense. And I've definitely experienced that. I don't know about you guys, but I've definitely experienced when I'm watching something like stressful, I'm like eating faster. I don't know why, but maybe that's just me. So this is my pledge or plea to you guys is if you do habitually eat in front of the TV, try this. No TV, but you can listen to podcasts or the radio or you can listen to a show but no watching it. Do that for a week or two, and then, and then, try and not do anything but eat. For me, that's still hard. I rarely do that now. Um, if you have family, try and eat with family, because it's a very social action eating. Um, but if you're on your own, then try, try. It's tough. But if you can't go that far, then the podcast should be fine. You know, listening to a podcast or listening to some music. Okay, so that is number eight. Number nine is structure. So make a regular structure. And this goes back to the point of not trusting yourself, um, which for me, it's, it's a big one because, you know, if I let myself at it, I'll just eat the cupboards out. So I just don't trust myself. Um, and so I'll set up my environment where I can't do that. You know, so I'll get a small bag of popcorn, a small ice cream rather than a big tub because I'll probably eat the big tub. So that's not trusting yourself. Sorry, but the structure is if you're at home and like this is so obvious. If you're at home working during lockdown and you don't have structure, you're constantly worrying. You're constantly relying on your own willpower and your own ability to make decisions in real time about you know snacking and eating and drinking but if you have a structure it's like a, a small crutch it's not much right if there's bag of potatoes or some delicious food in the cupboard it's not going to help you a huge amount to have a structure but it's going to help you a small bit and sometimes that can be enough to stop you going in and mindlessly snacking okay so an example is i'm going to have three meals and i'm going to have two snacks one snack after lunch and one snack after dinner. So at 10 a.m. after you've had your breakfast and you decide, oh, or you remember you have a snack in the press, but that's not my schedule. If I go in, I'm gonna feel like I'm going against what I planned. And you might be less prone. Okay, so that's just a little tip. It might not work for everyone. Most of these, they might work for you, they might not, okay? Yeah, I'm getting pumped up now. I'm enjoying this. Number 10 is drink plenty of water. Not gonna even really go into this, but it had to be here. 20 tips. Um, you might be someone that carries a water bottle to work or when you're out and about, you always have your water because you're actively having to remember it. And now when you're at home, it's kind of ironic, you might forget to. So that's kind of why I included it here. Set some, so with these, participants on the challenge that I'm running. We're now in week four and it's going wonderfully for most. I urge them to set some reminders, so water reminders. So 
what I mean there is pick some things you do every single day that you have to do. So like brushing your teeth um, and pair that with a glass of water. So every time I brush my teeth, I'll drink a glass. Every time I make a cup of coffee, I'll have a glass of water. Set some reminders. Every time I finish a task and I send it to my boss, every time I have a Zoom meeting, I'll get up and have a glass of water. Something like that, right? So that's 10. And I think it's 30 minutes. So I'm going to definitely do a part two even though I definitely could get through this, but no, I want to take my time because they're actually very, very useful, I hope. So yeah, I'm going to do a part two and hopefully you'll roll into that. If not, hopefully these helped. But as I said, if you have been affected or a family member or a friend, I am really sorry and I wish them the best. Stay safe, people. <laughs>